never know dating with Danny Bevins. My brother's never been married, is no kids. He's been trying to explain dating to me for years. Now he's bringing people into the studio to try to explain modern dating to a guy that hasn't been on a date in 25 years and has been married for 20. So can they do it? Can they explain dating to me? Never. No. Dating with Danny Bevins starts now. I, I've got uh, Brad Gilmore here today, and I've got nope. Jander Gray. John Jay is on the mic over here as our producer, and it's just uh, it's just me and you today, John Jay. Our Never Knows are out. Uh, one is camping. Uh, Katie's camping, and uh, who knows where Daryl is. So he's camping. I'm sure. <laughs> but no matter where they are, we know that there's pot. And... Um, <laughs> And I hope they're I hope they're happy. But today we've got we got dads dating with kids, dads dating with kids, and uh, we were talking about these sitcoms that do uh, parenting sitcoms. And the problem that I have with any like single parenting sitcom is that they don't cover the idea of working, like all of the work. There's no and 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 I'm going to say this. I have a I'm I'm a married with a child and I my wife and I are both involved in the kids life so you, hopefully you're doing enough or whatever but there's help there's always help so when my wife goes out on the road when she's gone and I'm I you know it's just me and the kid it, it is not like being a single parent but but I do feel I fucking feel for single parents the idea of because it feels like you have never have time to do anything, like fucking anything. And I know that you guys share custody or whatnot. I guess what I'm asking is how, how hard is it to date as a single dad out there today, Brad? Um, I, I guess it's kind of hard. It's all I've known since I've been dating again. Right. I mean, I got involved with my wife, and then we got married, and then we separated, and then I started dating. So it's kind of been my default for like the last eight, ten years, however long I've been separated. Oh, wow. Okay. It's been a good minute. Um, I don't like to date people who have kids because I understand kids bring <laughs> – I, I, know, I know that sounds very hypocritical. Christ, that's dating people with kids brings on certain things that I might not necessarily want to take on. Right. Like, I have my kid. I love my daughter. That's uh -huh. my, I don't say my, my burden, but, like, there's going to be things I can't do because I have to be with my daughter. Right. I don't, I want to be with a person who doesn't have those same restrictions and is open and accepting of my restrictions, pretty much. No, it makes sense. Yeah. But it, but it is, you know, contradictions make sense sometimes. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. And, uh, and I could tell. So eight to 10 years that you've been dating. So did you, have you, like, you were dating before dating apps were a big thing, and then you kind of yes. came into that? Yes. Oh, my God. We could do a whole show on you. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. nice. I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm going to get laid so much. He did it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I had fun, but like uh, trying to find love in the digital ages, it's hard, man. I think it's always been hard. I yeah. think I think, I think the digital part is putting a bigger burden on it because supposedly it's easier. It's like – you know, all of this stuff is supposedly making our life easier. Bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of shit that people didn't have to deal with for the longest fucking time. You know, listen, if you only have three channels on your TV, watching TV is much easier <laughs> than when you have fucking unlimited choices, you yeah. know? So um, I think, you know, not that you should be watching TV, but I, but that's, a, that's an example. So uh, you came into it. 
Um, your child has has grown older. We're, what are we talking age wise? Uh, she's going to be fifteen. Fifteen. So yeah. now we're at a teenager. Yep. So we're dealing with the teenage things, although it's a girl, so a mm-hmm. little bit easier is what I've been told. And, and I, all I know is that's the, that's all I you know. know. Yeah. So I, right. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it'd be harder to raise a boy because I've already been raising a girl. So, but right. I don't know. Okay. So um, does she have any say in it? Like, when do you? Um, let someone meet your child. How long does that take? <laughs> I haven't let uh, anybody meet my daughter. Uh, nothing has gotten serious enough. To well, your friends. No, I mean, as far as dating wise. Yeah, yeah. my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as far as dating wise, uh, there was a girl recently who uh, eh, I, I met somebody and I, I pretty much I thought I found the one. And like she was feeling the same way. And then because of certain circumstances, uh, it ended. Very abruptly, and it fucked me up. Can I cuss? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yes. It, fu- it fucked me up. Uh, I've been very sad and depressed for the last couple of weeks dealing. And it's not just that. That was just kind of the final straw that broke the camel's back. And I realized I have a lot of buried trauma that I never, like, dealt with. Okay. So now I'm working on trying to get help. You're working on you. In, yes, getting therapy to 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 get better. Yep. Because a- I'm not good. And I talked to John. John, you know, a lot of a lot of friends have reached out. A lot of people have been worried about me, rightfully so, because you know I've been posting some pretty sad boy crap on Facebook. Yeah, but you've been posting some pretty positive stuff too. Exactly. I I post how I feel. You're looking better. You seem to feel better. You know what I mean? I did ten push-ups today in a row. Nice. What? One time. (laughs) What? I haven't done that since I was (laughs) twelve. I wear large shirts now. Haven't done that since I was ten. It's crazy. All right. I like it. Well, you know what? Look. That's what Daryl and Katie talk about all the time. You can't, you can't give yourself to somebody else until you've done the work on yourself, right? Yeah. Isn't that basically yeah, what they're talking about? So you got to do the work on, and we all do. Even when you get into, you got to at least be trying. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I think that's the reason why I still have my wife is that I, I'm at least trying. I don't yeah. think I'm really accomplishing. Anything, I, I feel the, I feel the same trying, way. I know? feel the same way. It's like, well, I got to be good for her, so I'm going to try at right. least. <laughs> yeah. And they give you credit for trying. But the better thing is, is that you find it in you. You feel better about you. Yes. But that is fucked up. How long were we talking about this date? I don't want to get too far because I don't want to. Uh, I don't well, want to bring it back. I, we can talk about it. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I met her. I met her. I matched with her on a Friday. Uh, I fell hard. We fell hard on a Saturday. I met her in person on a Monday. She ended things on a Tuesday. I know that sounds insane. I know it does. And it is kind of insane. But sometimes the way things feel are not how they are. But I felt. I felt it. She told me she was falling in love with me. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. But shit, I feel the same way too. So let's just see what happens. And, you know. I do feel like I am growing, though, as a person because, like I said, a lot of people reached out. And somebody reached out to me, uh, somebody who's much younger than me, and I've been kind of helping them with their stuff. And we gotten really close, and there's a point where we're hanging out, and something could have happened, but I stopped it. We both stopped. I was like, we shouldn't do this. This would not be good for us. Right. We're Neither one of us are in a good headspace. You're very emotionally vulnerable right now. I'm very emotionally vulnerable right now. I think the best thing for us to do is just stay friends. And I don't think I've ever been able to do that. This guy's got twenty-year-olds coming on to him. And <laughs> yeah, he's, that's what and he's telling say. him, and he's telling him like, "No." <laughs> that's <laughs> what I was gonna say. It's like it's just you know, it, you, you're listening to Brad, but you don't know about him that he's you know he's he's a hilarious guy. He's also a oh, musician, and he's just got a cool look about it. you. Can I can tell. 
that you know women are attracted to you and they want to they want to sometimes you yeah. know what i mean they want to be like i said i do okay i do okay like i'm yeah. not i'm not like i'm not slaying by any means i don't, I don't know what that means <laughs> what because okay? i i've been I've, I've been out of the system oh, so yeah. far that i i, I don't I, you know i have sex with I, people and I, I, actually, like, I actually came out i'm actually pansexual do you know what that is no uh it's like super level bisexual essentially it's more for me it's more about the gooey center of the person as opposed to the outer shell so it's just like whatever kind of game okay like you know the cry, you remember yeah. the movie crying game yeah like if i came to it like Although, like, I could tell that person had a penis in that movie. Right. Anybody could. But if I was in that situation and, you know, I went down on somebody and there was a dick there, I'd be like, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. All it right. would be a deal breaker for me. Yeah. That's that's a, it doesn't scare me anymore. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it used to be a, yeah. a thing. But I have a friend, a very close friend, mm -hmm. who has, um, he, had, he actually did a one-man show about it. And he, he was talking about being overseas and he met this person and she was a... Um, I don't know what the word trans trans woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, and uh, I was like, and this is, you know, this is years ago. So I was like, mm -hmm. dude, what the fuck? And he was like, <laughs> and he said something to me that just knocked me out. He goes, you know what, man, for me, it's the eyes. It's in the eyes. Wow. It's the oh, way no. somebody looks at me. And that's what it is. He goes, the rest of it, it's not. And I was like, ah, well, that fucking makes sense. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Because yeah. we all have a thing, you know, yeah. mine happens to be titties. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I have a, uh, and, uh, you know, but they I can, like eyes. They can make titties. I, like I know. <laughs> they can make titties. I know, I know, you can, you no, can no. let a lot of physical Science. stuff go with, with if somebody is actually uh, like has a good personality. Very like, true. It's true. Real, it's real easy to talk to a beautiful woman and she's awful. Yes. And you just find her disgusting within 10, 20 minutes. Right. And the the reverse of that is absolutely true, too, that somebody can be not that physically attractive. And when you talk to them and spend time with them, they just become increasingly more and more attractive. Exactly. That's that's kind of it really does account for a lot. I've seen a lot of beautiful people that are absolutely repulsive to me. I, I would rather kick them in the fucking leg than talk to them, much less date them. The, the advice that I tend to give my friends, they're like, is, is this relationship good usually? And I'm like, well, are they nice to you? Yeah. Like, like, do you feel like they're nice? Do you yeah. feel like they're a nice person? If the answer is no, then leave. And that was my thing <laughs> yeah. with my marriage. And I didn't even notice because it's like you look through the world through rose-colored glasses, all those flags just like flags. Right. Later on, everybody's telling me like, yeah, she was always so mean to you. And like you'd leave the room and she just, you'd come back in and she'd be like, what are you doing here? And, talk? and it was like, I remember that, and I was like, oh, that's just how we play around. But it was very not nice. Well, listen, if we're going to talk about exes, I, I don't want to get into that. Because I, the other one, we got Jander over here, and I, have, and I know yeah. you've spoken, but I want to announce you so that they, they hear it. Now, you, again, you know, breakups, divorces, all that's bad. And then now you're out, and you're going to date. And you have two kids, and you have a special needs kid. I mean, holy fuck. Man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, it, 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 feel, it felt pretty daunting after being married to somebody for 10 years and getting divorced and being in that situation of yeah. being a single dad with two kids, one of them with special needs, and then I'm supposed to date somebody. Right. Like the whole like thing was like, at first I was like, I, was like, I don't know how to do this. Uh, do I just not mention this? Because I feel like that was fundamentally dishonest. Like I, I don't even want to go out on a first date with you if you don't know. Right. At least that I have kids. Like, so I wouldn't always tell people just out the gate, hey, by the way, I have this severely handicapped child also. Right. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know how to do that. But I think, I think most of the time I was pretty straightforward about it. Uh, but well, how long did it take? Because you were not um, 
you, I mean, this was a rough thing for you as far as that I knew. And as you know, I mean, we're not, yes. <laughs> we're not talking every day close, but we, we know each other well. And I, I, I really felt for you. And I don't think that you came out of this going, great, I get to date. That oh, was no. not that a big no, this deal. This was a absolutely horrific situation. This right. is a lifetime movie situation. Yes. <laughs> like bad, very toxic, extremely negative, still a very hostile thing to this this week right hostility all week and this is years later yes yeah. years yes. later and and no reason for for it from my end i'm as easy going as it gets but yeah yeah it's it's not it's not been easy so that's another thing that i have to factor in is not only am i a single dad with kids when i'm dating i also have a toxic co-parent right I have yeah. a parent that is working against me not with me so and- that's terrible and you've got to all of this at some point. You got to be honest about to somebody if you're going to date them in the long run, right? I mean, oh yeah. But you found somebody um, organically, like the regular, or at least for right now. Yeah, it I, seems like you've got a pretty good. Thing I did. Going. I did the thing. I was like, I uh, right before the pandemic, I turned off all the dating apps. I was dating people. There were people that I was, you know, like we weren't like dating, dating, but like there were people I was going on dates with that I liked. And it was going well. And I just really felt like I wasn't really ready to do any of that. Right. I didn't I like I like what Brad said. I needed to work on me more. I need to shore up my boundaries, figure out who I really am and what I really wanted from somebody else. So I turned all that off and then we shut down for a whole year. So it was actually pretty good for me. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you turned, you may be the one that turned off the whole thing, right? I, that, yeah, I pretty much, you, uh, sorry about disabling reality for you guys. He was in China, he was, ate some bat soup, <laughs> he came over, he went on a few dates, and then everything well, shut down. Okay, Here's so, what happened, I was trying to delete my Bumble account, and I accidentally hit a button that said, uh, tear dimensional rift in universe, and I was like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Might as well, it's not going well for me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, well, let me ask you this. You did date. You did date. You dated with a kid, uh, with two kids. What? What is it like? This is for both of you. What's? The, w- explain to me the worst thing that has to do with kids. Forget. I know dating sucks, but what's? It, was there a date that where you had where there was like a, a nightmare situation because of kids? Did, was it because they had kids? What? What is the deal? I had a woman criticize uh, my my parenting on a phone call. She had never even met my kids, but she said something slightly critical over the phone, and I was like, "Oh, we're done." <laughs> Wait, had, had, has she met you? I was you like, yet? "This is so done." Yeah, I had met her. We had gone out. She okay. Had, she hadn't met the kids, and she said something about them in the background, like making noise. And I was like, "Oh, really?" I I can't even remember what it was, but it was just something where I detected. The shittiness of like, oh, this person does not like children. Oh, that's and, and I was just like, oh, yeah, we are so very done here. <laughs> but I'm such a psycho, like, and because I do stand up, like, I'll kind of hang around a little bit just, just to bit. see just something to get a awful. Bit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I really, it's yeah. such a, it's such <laughs> you a, like, love train wrecks. Okay. It's not, <laughs> yeah. we all have some toxic traits. That's yeah. definitely one of mine. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'll stick around on a bad date because this shit's going to be fun at least. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. So well, I, you know how to yeah. you know how to separate yourself from being in the. A lot of people just stay in the date and they don't know how to go. Oh, I'm gonna fucking be a spectator right now. Oh, watch yeah. this shit show. Yeah, that go was it. On it was and, very much a switch to spectator mode. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, how about you? Uh, I, I like I said, I tried to keep most of the, my uh, dating unless it gets to somewhere serious before I even bring in. And you like, didn't? They, people know I have kids, but like you're not gonna meet them unless I know this is gonna be something. Right. Okay. Now I have the the last girl I was talking about, the one where I went through all this stupid heartbreak crap. Uh, we were hooking up, and like her kid kind of like woke up. I don't know if he saw or heard stuff, Ooh. but like I'm like worried about like maybe I just traumatized some kids, you know? Yeah. Just, like, he saw some wrestling. That's yeah, all. <laughs> yeah, it's just a wrestling. It's a scissor lock. That's <laughs> one of the perks that I felt like I did have, like when I started dating as a single dad. It was that my kids were young and still like cute to be around yeah. right I, I remember i was dating this woman for a while that had teenagers teenage mm -hmm. daughters and teenage boys and i was like yikes this yeah. is this is harder that's a way harder spot to be in as a single Did they care teenagers uh it never really got that far to oh, where okay. i was meeting them yeah. or anything so luckily uh, but like 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 what you get caught like banging out somebody's mom and then go play Roblox with them. I know it's like exactly. gonna be weird. That was gonna be my question. Do you ever like walk out and they're playing PlayStation? You just sit down, grab the other and then controller. you just start fucking destroying them at a video game. You know? <laughs> yeah, you just destroyed your mom. <laughs> I'm gonna destroy you. <laughs> this guy ruined this. my life. Yeah, that's, well, I, let, let I me wrecked you and where you came from all in the last half hour. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's be honest. You guys aren't wrecking anybody. No, I, uh, I didn't say that. I'm, that's all, Janet. I am not a wrecker. Uh, not in Roblox. I am a, I am a, a very uh, intensive cuddler. Yeah, I, I will kidding. cuddle the shit out of you. Yeah, I, was I kidding, will try I was to kidding. fuck the shit out of you. But okay, I, I let's will... say, let's say, um, I come to you and 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 uh, something happens, and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get, I got. I, I, I want to date. By the way, I've told everybody on this podcast before that if for some reason my wife leaves me, I, I, the, the, pod, the name of the podcast is Never Know because Daryl and Katie are never knows that never married, no kids. Mm -hmm. But I will be a never know because I'm never dating. No, get the fuck out of here. Not doing that. I'm not, just... I would never do it. I would, for intimacy, you know, I would quarterly go to a hooker. You know what I mean? I save up my money, get exactly what I want out of it, and you know, and that's what I would do. And I'm not trying to be like a bad person, but I don't think that I could do this again. I don't think that I could, you know, open myself up like that again. But let's say a friend of yours comes to you, they have a kid, they get divorced, they say, "Brad, I'm going to go out there. What should I do? What would you say? Like immediately, like this is my first, this is my I big one." I could only give them the advice that of what I've been doing, and but I don't know if it's necessarily good. I compartmentalize things. So I have certain relationships where I'm very close with a person. I share a lot with that person. Like if I have problems, I talk to them and vice versa. It's almost kind of like a marriage, but there's no physical intimacy. Then I have people who I fuck. Right. So I, I guess the goal is to find that together. Yeah. But right now it's like, this is my peanut butter slice. This is my jelly slice. They're never together. Right. And that's probably not the best thing, but that's kind of how I've been working. And like I said, I got a lot of shit I got to work on. So that's probably something to step for. So I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm the best person to give advice. Well, that's I, what I've been doing. I know, but I think you did give advice in the beginning that you. I'm keeping my kid away from anybody Definitely. until, oh, it's, yeah, until yeah. it's like. Oh, 100%. You know. Because like that's the top most important person in my life everybody else comes after that right so as long as i'm doing good by that person i will never do anything for anybody underneath her that's going to jeopardize my relationship or her in any way right okay so but go. i think this as a parent that's just i mean i think that's just 
Hopefully. What? What? Yeah. No, no, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yes, but it's, that's it's not. not all, that yes. is not the yeah. way that it is. You yeah. know, that's like I get that all the time when people because I used to do a joke about um, being a parent. If you want to know what parenting is like, it's if you've ever been driving down the road and um, you look down and then you look up and you see those brake lights and you're like, huh, huh, yeah. and it's that's what being a parent is like all the time. You're just like, and I know there are people out there like, I'm a parent and I've never felt that way. And that's because you're a shitty fucking parent. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Jander. No, I'm jokes. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so what would you say, Jander? I mean, you, I, you were, you, I, I got to give you credit. You took a little time because you had to, right? You had to, kind of put your life back together in a way yeah. that would form. I mean, I really... He was living in a van. Uh, no shit, in a minivan, too. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it, was, uh, it was a very suburban homeless. Yeah. I thought, the thing I thought is he's going to come out with like 40 minutes of the darkest, meanest, fucking great comedy. Shit that we like. But that the crowd is like, is he going to keep talking about this? You know what I mean? So, um, but you did. You put yourself back together. You did it. So what what would you say to somebody who's... uh, Well, I mean, for starters, like, definitely find a support system. Like, I was... uh, I gotta give it up to my family. They like they were super there for me. My mom, my sister, my dad were more there for me than I felt like they had ever been. Like they really did step it up and they were there for me. And that helped a ton. Because I don't I I mean, even with all that, I barely made it. I I mean, honestly, I really did barely make it. Like uh, I don't think uh I think going through the experience that I went through with how toxic and scary and bad it was. I mean, I, you see horror stories on the news, and you're like, how does that happen? I know exactly how that happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I do have some darker jokes that came out of that. Uh, <laughs> and I don't, I try not to do them a lot because they're a little bit too dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. some of the best stuff is that it's the hardest stuff, and that's what you're, and you're opening yourself up to it. But you would, what would you say to me? I'm coming out of it. I'm going to do it. What, Dating. I mean, really, like, what would you say? What would you tell me to do? Don't do this. Do that. I, I mean, I think the organic thing really is the way to go. Like, you, a, a lot of people put a lot of energy in trying to become someone that they think is dateable. And that's what they create on their dating profile. I like kayaking, and no, you don't. I think you that's don't. what Daryl brought up on a previous episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you went kayaking eight months ago. Yeah. Let's not it's like lie. a cultivated ish, yeah. uh, image, right? Yeah. Just yeah. like put the pictures of you. Like I, I had a joke for a while that all I really wanted out of a relationship was just a cut to the chase and let's go home and fall asleep on the couch and fart together. Yeah, that's yeah. Because that, at the end of the day, that's really it's it's this is the weirdest thing about dating is that all of us want love. All of us want acceptance, and it's still so difficult. Right. Like, it makes no sense. Like, we're all looking for it, and we all seem to get in our own way. It, it doesn't make sense. Well, we miscommunicate. You know what I mean? And you think about that, just communicating. And you, you – it's so easy to miscommunicate. And now you're talking about love. That's a fucking totally different thing, right? Yeah. You know, um, I always tell people – You've got to lower your expectations. And I don't mean for the person that you want. I mean for the time that you're in it. You know what I mean? And you've got to find, this is what I do, try to do every day with my wife. I try to do something for her, and I try to fix something of me. You know what I mean? And usually really ends up being two things for her. 
because there's not a lot. There's not a lot I can, you know, because you say, well, I'm going to eat differently, but I'm fucking not. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm not at that age where I'm, you know, it, it would have to be forced on me. If I'm going to, if I'm going to lose weight at this point, there's going to be a prison involved. You know what I mean? It's going to be, it's going to be a situation like that, but that's what you have to do. And you have to be able to take it. You have to be able to, you have to, the the uh, the other person is going to do something that annoys the fuck out of you and you've got to figure out a way to let that go every day because otherwise outside of yours and i and i don't know all of your brad your thing but yours being toxic jenner most divorces come from people just giving up right they just fucking give up yeah for they sure they just go because it's not it's not like there's any moment where you can't get divorced. There's always a fucking reason. Yeah. There's always something where you can go, God damn it. If she fucking does that one more time. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But if you look at it the other way, like, eh, no, I'll just do that. I'll fix that and that's fine. You know what I mean? That's what I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm just Well, I mean, you've been married for how many years? Twenty one. So I think that's pretty good advice. Nice. I would say. I, yeah. yeah. I, I always say that uh, love is 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 an active choice every single day. Yes. You know, it's not like a thing. It's not like you fall in love and then you're just in love forever. Yeah. You know, no, it's an active decision every <laughs> single day. Yeah, yeah. You got to wake up and go. I'm going to be in love today. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's easy. They make yeah. it easy, and sometimes it's hard. And you know, and I. I don't know. I, again, I think I'm talking too much in these. No, <laughs> I really do. I mean, I you know, but I want to thank uh, I want to thank my friends, Brad Gilmore. We you, we're gonna have more with you again, definitely. And I would we're love gonna to come back. We're definitely gonna have more with Jander over there. I just I love the two of you so much, and thank you for sharing yeah. with us what you're going through. And uh, like we say, we're gonna say to you, we say to the people out there, stay safe, be well, take care of yourselves. <laughs> If you'd like to comment, complain, point out errors, or tell us about your dating experiences or ask questions, you can reach us at neverknowpodcast at gmail.com. That's neverknowpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 727-386-9098. 727-386-9098. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks for listening. The music for Never Know Dating Podcast with Danny Bevins was written by Derek Bevins and Francis LaBelle, a.k.a. Frankie Ramon. Lyrics by Daryl Bevins, recorded and produced by Direct In Studio. The Never Know Dating Podcast produced by John J. Murray. Associate producers Ross Duncliffe and Gabe McKinney.